I just spilled my super milky iced coffee all over the desk. It was so much fun. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. So, Maybe. <laughs> I took the coffee away so that I don't spill it again. Um, for everybody that's listening that doesn't know, <laughs> I am a klutz. And uh, Lucia is definitely more graceful than I am. Yeah. So, bull in a china shop. We're back. <laughs> um, so, we were... <laughs> <sighs> spilling coffee. That's where we were. You know what? Instead of talking about spilling the tea, instead, yes. we're spilling the coffee. <laughs> so uh, we're still talking about vision insurance. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so back to the vision insurance. Um, another thing that I think a lot of patients don't realize, and this doesn't just happen in use it or lose it season. This happens literally all year. You will have an out-of-pocket. Oh, yes. (laughs) No, your frame is not always completely covered. And for the women of the world that are listening, you know you're picky. We know you're picky. And you don't generally want that generic $130 covered frame. No. And almost everywhere that I think you and I have worked that actually have those $130 frame options that are covered completely by insurance, they're never anything good. I don't want to say that there aren't some that look okay, right? There's, there's going to be some styles that are made decent, that will hold up okay, I'm not going to say that those frames are going to last five or six years, right? But they look all right. They're made okay. And they, they're covered completely by the insurance. But for a lot of the patients that we've seen in the area that we live in, we live in an area with a lot of money. And those ladies want to look like they've got money. So they definitely never want those options. Um, so whether you're a guy, a girl, a kid, an old person, just know your your insurance typically only covers, on average, $130 to $150 on a frame. So if you're looking at a frame and a frame costs $250 and your insurance is only allowing $150, you're going to owe about $80 out of pocket. Yep. Um, most of the time, those vision plans will give you a discount on your overage so and you have co-pays and you have co-pays don't forget about the co-pays so there's there's your exam co-pay which is like 10 to 20 dollars sometimes i've seen it go up to like 50 it just depends on the insurance but then there's also material co-pays so if you have a vsp plan which is like the number one vision plan right so VSP typically has a $25 material copay. So just to start an eyewear order, you're already starting with a $25 balance. Yeah. And then you have enhancements. So when we're talking... We like enhancements, by the way. Yes, enhancements are good. So you don't want the basics. Mm-mm. Most insurances will cover a single vision plastic lens and if you guys go way back to our early episodes where we talk about lens materials you'll know plastic 
is not our best recommendation. Um, so I'm I'm not saying Could that you there's put a link to that episode. Yeah, I'll, you put it together. I'll link that back together yeah. so that way for the people that didn't listen to it, they'll they'll know. But we did a whole episode on lens materials and how those materials affected certain prescriptions and your vision. And I think we even discussed Abbey values in that one. Yes. So anyways, um, yeah, so you'll, you'll have a balance one way or another. And, you know, when your opticians are telling you, here's your balance, they're not wrong. The, we deal with insurance all day, okay, every, day. every day. We know what we're looking at. Now, I'm not going to say there's not an instance where somebody miscalculates something. Yes. Or if you're that patient, and it's important that you own this too, who sits down and changes their mind 20 times in a 30-minute time span, that gets confusing for your optician. You know, know what you're looking for before you go in and ask the right questions. And then... Okay, I am going to say something because I am that patient. I change my mind all the time. You know, um, just be gracious mm -hmm. because they are trying to work with you. If you change your mind, it's okay to change your mind. Okay, that's not a big deal. But at the end of it, just make sure that what your final product is, is their final product as well. So I like to do a, okay, let's just recap. I'm going to get blah, blah, blah mm -hmm. because it's the best for me or my situation or whatever. Um, and I used to do that to my patients. Actually, I was a little bit more hands-on and I would ask live questions. So if you're an optician, ask live questions to see what they actually need yeah. and not what your pocketbook needs. Very important. Um, but just kind of do a recap either as a patient or as an optician and saying, okay, so I'm getting... This frame, mm -hmm. so grab like physically. I'm getting this frame with a this material with this enhancements, and that's my bottom line, right? And um, that just kind of saves issues, yeah. Like, you know, as an optician, you're making sure that your patient's getting exactly what they want for the money that they're paying, mm -hmm. and as a patient you're making sure that you're getting exactly what your pocket wants. <laughs> so, so straight up, whenever I, so like, eventually I'm going to have a storefront, right? Mm -hmm. So when I get a storefront, I am no lie. I'm going to have my computer set up with a little camera on them that takes a photo at the time of sale. I don't know how many opticians yeah. out there have had this, but I know that there's been some. Where people come back and pick up a frame and say, this isn't what I picked out. Yes. Um, we have sat at this table forever. Oh, and sometimes. we have narrowed down a whole bunch of frames. And I'm sorry, that one is one of my biggest pet peeves. And people will, like, die on that pedestal that that's not what I picked out. And you know that's what they picked out. It is the biggest pet peeve. So for the patients out there that are listening, maybe write those models down. Have have your optician write it down. Take a picture. Take a, mm, pictures. <laughs> so also, it's a good thing to take a picture whenever you're buying something that's going to be basically a la carte because that's what glasses are, right? Yeah. Take a picture so you can see it because it, there's a difference between me looking at myself in the mirror and me looking at myself on a picture mm -hmm. on a picture i'm gonna be like yo but always mm. 
always smile when you guys yes. take those photos. So I can't tell you how many times you're like, hey, try these glasses on. And then they're, they're like, who died? Right. Okay. Why, why? It's a pair of glasses. Nobody just yes. shot you in the foot. Like show some enjoyment. Is this how you look on your day to day life? I mean, if so, mm -hmm. like do it to it. But I just find that when people actually smile when they put their glasses on, that they are feeling more engaged, yeah. that they're actually like, oh, okay, I can actually see how yeah. I would look in this. And yeah. I think, yeah, this is nice. But yeah, I, I don't know. Men crack me up, man. They're, they're amazing. They'll put one frame on and be like, it this fits. Is, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, did you want to try anything else no. on? It fits. It's their glasses. No. Oh, okay. You're framing <laughs> your glass, your face. You're <laughs> framing your eyes. Mm -mm. Like, no, they're just putting on glasses. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Nothing else, just Ooh. putting on glasses. Yeah. So, in this season of uh, use it or lose it, if you're going to go buy glasses, please don't say, I look like Clark Kent. Okay? <sighs> Two reasons for that. First, because we hear it all the time. And second, have you looked at Clark Kent? I mean, that may be hot. <laughs> I would be okay My, if you came home looking like Clark Kent. Why is it that men why think is that, that that's negative? an insult or a negative? Like, I'm sorry, ladies be sweating over Superman, okay? Like, and Clark Kent. <laughs> it's like if I put a pair of glasses and said, oh, I look like I don't know, Wonder Woman? That's uh, awful. How dare oh, you? Oh, no. Not Wonder Woman. Why Why would you want to look like that specimen of a person? I don't understand that. <laughs> so stop don't saying either. that. Don't that either. makes no sense. Okay? That, that makes like, no sense. You put on some round glasses and it's always Harry Potter. Yeah. And like, <sighs> okay, I wouldn't want to look like Harry Potter. What's wrong so with Harry I, Potter? I get, it, there's nothing wrong with Harry Potter. But Harry Potter's a bad ass. But, <laughs> like, I can almost get that, or I don't want to look like Elton John. I can get that, but I don't want to look like a specimen of a human. Yeah. That makes no sense, Adam. people. Let's, let's find a better way of saying I don't like these glasses. Yeah, just say I don't like these glasses. Just, don't bring pop culture into this. Yes. It didn't do anything to you. <laughs> like... <laughs> And if you're going to bring pop culture, then come up with a better one. Mm. Right? No, no, because then it's just still bringing pop culture into it. it, it just be an adult and say, I'm like not them. vibing with this frame. I yeah. don't know what it is, but I just don't like it. Just yeah, leave like, it at that. Like, oh, no. <sighs> I, I I look like like a very handsome person. How dare I do that to myself? What? I don't know, that man. That makes no sense. People. People, stop that. Get it together, people. Stop Get it. it together. Just stop it. <laughs> so <laughs> That's my rant for today. So, FSA. Oh, boy. HSA. That's so, confusing. It is confusing. It's so confusing. So, let's let's help some, some people out. So, HSA, FSA. So your corporate optometry and probably even your small private practice 
local optometry practice, are going to tell you it's use it or lose it season and burn it up, right? Okay. Your HSA dollars, health savings account, rolls over. Look, this thing just gave me a thumbs up. Just, it's like, yeah, yeah HSA. It so it rolls over. Your HSA rolls over to next year. Yep. Um, your FSA is definitely the true use it or lose it. Now, can I insert a note on the HSA? Yeah. So if you don't use your HSA, mm -hmm. it rolls over, right? Yeah. But if you don't use it, you can roll it over into 401k. Yeah. 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 I found that out yes. during all of this. Yes. So and then you're getting dividends for money that you didn't use that you just saved. And it's wonderful. Your end of life money is getting bigger because you're smart with your money. So, sorry, my husband just texted me. So, the HSA, there's the 401k. I think you might, you can cash it out too, I, I think. But you have to pay taxes on it. Right. So Don't cash it out. Yeah. Just it, roll it over to your yeah, 401k. Yeah, just roll it over. So, I... You'll thank yourself either whenever you quit that job mm -hmm. and you have that 401k to use between jobs so that you don't, you know die of starvation <laughs> or whenever you get to you know 65 or whatever the age that you're going to retire and you have that extra money mm -hmm. that you would have just burnt in you know yep. chick-fil-a otherwise the lord's chicken i mean a delicious <laughs> so uh whenever i was doing all my research on how different ways you could use this stuff, right? So do not feel like optometry is the only way that you're going to burn these bucks. All right. And I found a lot of very interesting ways to burn these dollars. Okay. Are you guys ready for them? So I'm going to read them off a list. Yeah. And if you think of something that you have to say about them, just stop me. Okay. As if I wouldn't. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so... Your flex spending dollars can help you pay for your LASIK. For the patients of the world that are listening, your minus one prescription does not need LASIK. Um, I'm going to say if you actually need LASIK, we're talking like plus or minus probably four, four. or higher, yeah. maybe even five. I can't. Yeah. There's some general guideline to it. Now, if you're you're a cash paying patient, you show up, you're like, I just want LASIK. I don't see an ophthalmologist turning you down. Yeah. You're like, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Like, I, I'm sure that there's going to be a line where they're going to be like, no. But yeah, within reason. So come on, people. But it'll help you pay for your LASIK. Um, your eye exams, your contacts, your glasses, obviously. Um, your dental exams and your treatment, except for teeth whitening and other cosmetic procedures. Mm. So what cosmetic procedures would we be talking about with dental work? I don't know. I don't know nothing about dental. Teeth whitening. Outside of the teeth whitening? I don't know. I don't know. Me. I wonder if crowns are considered cosmetic. No, because they're needed. Do you think dentures are considered cosmetic? Dentures might be. What about um, 
that little line thing that people Invisalign? have to wear. No, no, no. Like after you wear contacts, you still have that contacts. Contacts. I was like in your mouth. <laughs> RTC here. <laughs> Braces. I meant to say oh, braces. Retainer. The retainer. The retainer. The retainer thing. I wonder if I feel like if you had braces, a retainer is like a follow-up piece, of, piece equipment. of equipment. I don't know what that is. So if anybody out there is familiar with dental stuff and knows what other cosmetic procedures dental has to offer, I would love oh, to know. Oh, what? like if you did like a gold tooth or like diamonds in your teeth. Ain't no Those way in hell that a dentist is doing all that. I feel like that's some... No. Really? Yeah. Diamonds in your teeth. Yeah. The dentist. Like, yeah, like the gold teeth things. We're not talking like a grill where it like slides mm-hmm. over your teeth. Mm-hmm. We're talking like... Like a den- like a gold tooth cover thing. You know what? I think I could rock a gold tooth. Ooh. Like, no way. <laughs> I could see you putting diamonds on your teeth. That no. makes you unkissable, though. I, I don't think I could do it. There was an era where where girls <laughs> were a thing. You remember that? Madonna mm. is currently going through that era. If you check out Madonna. I don't check out Madonna. 2023 Madonna, you guys, is a hot mess. I don't She's know. She's always been a hot mess. Hot mess. But Madonna's standards, that, that's, that's a little scary. All right. So, um, your chiropractic care is eligible, but not if you're prepaying for services that you haven't received yet. Ah. So you can't call in and say, I want to book a whole bunch of appointments that I prepay for, but you haven't gotten them. So it's going to have to be some services, but you know what? The fact that chiropractic is covered by your FSA is awesome because I don't think chiropractic is covered by most insurance plans. Most insurances don't cover chiropractic, and if they do, it's very little. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's good that at least your FSA can go towards that. Yeah. Um, first aid supplies. So you guys, we're going into some very scary times ahead. So anyways, <laughs> if you've got big families like ours, there's a lot of cut fingers in the world. So, so first aid supplies yeah stock up get yourself some things are expensive now so yes. why go buy those out of your checking account if you don't have to use your fsa bucks to so stock up on your first aid stuff um diabetic supplies mm-hmm. which i'm sure the diabetics of the world know your fsa hsa will, will work for them um over-the-counter medications that are non-cosmetic and no toiletries um, and then your PPP, personal protective gear and COVID-19 tests and all of that jazz. Uh, now, I'm going to say something about this over-the-counter stuff. Yeah. Um, pre-loving glasses, me. Um, I would go when I had one of these accounts and I would suck up on my allergy medicine and my ibuprofen and my acetaminophen. Yeah. Um, because those are things that I use regularly. Right. And with a family my size, um, you go and buy like those big bottles. <laughs> yeah, baby. The bigger, the better. In bulk. <laughs> and allergy medicine is expensive. They are. Holy they smokes! Are. And um, this one here. It's allergic to everything. 98% of things. 
no, like I say that and people think I'm joking, but I went and took an allergy test and I was not allergic to two things <laughs> out of the, what, 200, 300 shots. I've never given. had to have one of those, so I don't know. So they prick your entire back and I was not allergic to two things. That sounds miserable. This is the fun part, okay? Ready for this? I'm not allergic to cat dandruff. Dander. Dander. Yeah. Dander, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I can't have any type of cat because I'm allergic to hair. Mm -hmm. Unless I went and got, you know, a hairless cat. But they, ew, they're rats. Right. And I'm not allergic to horse tail hair. Because apparently there's a difference between a horse mane? mane and their tail hair. Wait, so you're allergic to the mane? I'm allergic to the mane, but I'm not allergic to the tail. Sorry, you said horse, and for a second, I thought you said whores, and then you paused. <laughs> I'm allergic to horse. I'm allergic to horse. <laughs> I was like, I'm not same. allergic to that. <laughs> same. So if you think of an allergen yeah. that are not one of those two, I'm allergic to it. So I have to take allergy medicine. Meanwhile, I oh. have no allergies. I am a beast, but I'm a big old baby. I get headaches a lot. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Moving on. Menstrual care products. Um, and I'm pretty sure. What? <laughs> you go at the end of the year, last week of the year, I have to buy $200 worth of pads I'm running out of my I need all the pads and tampons you've got. Shove them in the bag now. Here's my FSA dollars. I wonder if that covers feminine wipes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but it just says menstrual care products, so I don't know how far that goes. Does that cover oh. my Midol? Um, does, I don't, uh, what? I'm about to make this a non-family show. <laughs> Go ahead. Does it cover, like, toys? Like, orgasmic toys? Girl, get out because, of here. You well, know no, well, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Because it is a proven fact that the more orgasms you have between menstrual periods, the less cramps you'll have. You know what? The and next time that I end up with an have. FSA... The next time I end up with an FSA, I'm going to go to CVS because they sell sex toys and I'm going to try and pay for like, that on my FSA and see if it goes through. And then I'm going to claim it as a menstrual care product. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, but yeah, you're right. I'm not, I'm not talking. It, it's not like I'm trying to be a thing. It's just, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It, I mean, so. That's interesting. So for, for, the, for the listeners out there, uh, I spent 10 years in management in the adult novelty industry prior to my getting into optometry. So these are random conversations that arise in our conversations that you guys don't always hear. So that that is actually a pretty good point. So I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like some gynecologists actually prescribe. I, I have had people come from their gyno to me when I was working in that field, say, my gynecologist sent me here for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. Let me help you out with that. And they'll be very specific. Like, 
a lubricant, right? Like, yeah. okay, you cannot use this type of lube. You have to use this one. Go pick this up, right? Yeah. Especially as we start to get older. We're we're digressing. But Way yeah. Yeah. Time. If you guys have questions about that stuff, I've got answers for that too. She like, has a lot of answers. I'm like, ask Jeeves. Do you remember that? No, I have no idea. So before means. Google, there was something called Ask Jeeves. And then Google kind of like took that over. But yeah, it would be Ask Jeeves and you go in and you type in your questions. and It, it operated like Google's. Anyways, so your FSA dollars can also be used on sunscreens. Oh. And they can be used for your breast, breast pumps. Yes. And your breast pump supplies. Yes. So, okay. I'm going to say something about that. Sorry. If you are pregnant and or just had a child and you don't have a breast pump and you don't make more than, I think it's like $200,000 a year, which most people don't make more than $100,000 a year, right? Right. Go um, and look up lactating help or lactating assistance and you should be able to contact a lactating specialist and usually they have like super discounted if not free products for you to try because they want you to breastfeed your child yeah so the government has grants and has money specially for breastfeeding mamas so don't spend your your money on that yeah. without checking that out first. But yeah, breast pumps are very expensive. Yeah, yeah. So either look up the resources and yeah. you should remind me of that so I can put them in the show notes. Okay. That we can maybe find like a website or something. Um, uh, so we'll link that. But if for some reason you're in like immediate need, especially before the end of the year, yeah, just go get what you need. So... There's some other options um, that you guys can use this for. And I, I thought that those, oh, wait, there's more. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's more. more. But wait, there's more. Um, so in all of these little nuance categories, I found some other sub nuances. All right. So let's say that you have to go. So we live in North Carolina and for big time specialty treatments, they get sent where? Duke? Duke. So let's say that we have to travel to Duke, which is about a three or four hour drive, right? Okay. So if we have to eat or lodge ourselves, um, or even the gas that we accrue during that time, your FSA dollars can be used for that. So if we have to go Ooh. out there and get a hotel while we're waiting on these treatments, we catch ourselves some breakfast, lunch, and dinner that day because we're there all day. Yes. Your FSA dollars can cover that. So I thought that that was worth noting because I yeah. legitimately did not know I that. I wouldn't have thought about that either. No. Um, medical remodeling that occurs in your home or your vehicle mm. due to the medical condition of you or someone living with you. Oh, wow. So if you have to have your ramps installed if you have to have rails put in your house if you have Remodel to have doors your bathroom. Yeah. yeah you have to have doors widened yes. for wheelchair access yep. anything like that your fsa dollars would cover that also i again never would have thought that no. so um the the mileage i mentioned um to and from your medical appointments for you or 
your dependents. So if you've got medical appointments, your gas mileage to and from there is covered by your FSA dollars. Now, I don't know if you have to submit that as a mileage. And with all of these, I don't know if you can just go swipe, swipe and call it a day. No. Or if you have to file a reimbursement. Um, sure. But your mileage to and from, for you, your dependents, or let's say you have a nanny and your nanny is taking your kid to a doctor's appointment, your nanny's mileage could also be deducted or just the nanny. The nanny. Yeah. yeah the nanny services. The nanny services. Um, special education that's ordered by a physician. Mm -hmm. So if you've got any special ed students or special education needs, that would be covered by that. Um, weight loss programs uh, that are treating conditions specifically diagnosed by your physician, not just like, hey, my kid's fat, I'm going to send them to summer right. fat shame camp. Um, uh, and summer day camp, summer day camps, no, no annotations that it has to be some, some from a, a physician or anything, summer day camps. Um, there are approved products for sale on the FSA store. So it's fsastore.com and there are products specifically for sale on that website that you can use your FSA dollars for. Um, and then you can also invest your HSA into mutual funds. So, um, yeah. Uh, now, there were some cans and some can nots in right. all of this. Right. So. There's always. Mm, there's always. There's always going to be that, that catch-all. <laughs> so, your FSA... Uh, is owned by your employer and not the employee your hsa is owned by the employee your employer just contributes to it um so if if you want to like switch a job with your fsa um you're not going to be able to um your hsa is being owned and funded by the employee and your employers may contribute to it um, but you can take that with you. So mm -hmm. like Lucia said, put it into your 401k or mutual funds. Um, your HSA rolls over to the following year. You can use them in retirement without the 20% uh, mm -hmm. penalty that, so if you cash it out 20%, but if you cash it out at 65, there is no 20%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, and then your FSA requires you to submit receipts to substantiate eligible IRS requirements. Yes. The receipt portion of this is tricky. So how many times did we have patients come in and say that they don't need to submit receipts? And then they do. And then they do. So if you guys have a flex patient come through that makes a purchase with you, just insist that they take that receipt. Um, or email it to them. Yeah. I found that emailing the receipts is a lot better for both you and the patient. Yeah. Because you print out that receipt. It's good practice to print out the receipt. Give the receipt anyways, whether they want it or not. I find that the paper receipts end up in the trash mess. They the do. and But, you know, we still have a percentage of people that still keep records on file cabinets right so if boomers. especially if it's a dude boomers 
print it out and be like, just give it to your wife. And they'll <laughs> laugh at you. But listen, you know that you know that's who's doing when it. When they pick it up, when they pick up their glasses, they're gonna be like, "Thank you for the receipt. My wife said I did a good job," or something along those lines. Okay, yeah. but if they're younger than that, um, email it to them, mm-hmm. and even if they're like, "Oh, I don't need it," just tell them. Listen, make a folder, keep your receipts on that folder in your email. Because maybe you make a lot of money this year that you are not foreseeing. Mm-hmm. And now you have to do um, an, a whole listing because you've made so much money that the standard deduction is not going to be enough. And you have to have all those deductions. And I really, really, really do not want to have to look you up and send you this at the beginning of the year when you're doing taxes because everybody else is calling me asking mm-hmm. for the same thing. Well, not to mention, if if we're emailing them their receipts, right, mm-hmm. how much easier is that for them to just forward that on to their, their FSA people? Because yeah. you know they're submitting that crap electronically anyway. So for, for Lucia and I, we like to work smarter, not harder. And we worked primarily off of a, a laptop yeah. that we would carry around with us on the floor and rather than having to go walk back and wait for a receipt, it was just easier. Which to... I never understood. Why did we not have iPads instead of laptops? You don't want to get me started on that. That makes no sense. But anyways, so <laughs> um, we would always just email. It was just easier to email. One, it's easier for the patient to keep track of it. Yes. It's never going to go anywhere unless they physically delete it. Yep. So, you know, it's going to be there. All they have to do at that point was search in their inbox if they can't find it. And it'll pull up all of the stuff that we emailed them. Um, so if they needed to forward that on, it would just be easier to forward that on. We, we're realists here. We know that your paper receipts end up in the trash. Um, so I think that was about everything that we were going to talk about with the FSA HSA. Now, if you guys have questions, if you... If you want to know anything about your vision insurance, we're a wealth of info on vision insurances. Um, There's a lot of nuances to them. Um, And you guys, use your benefits. Don't. Your lenses get scratched. Even if it's a cheap pair that is going to be completely covered by the insurance. You know, I have a pair in my nightstand that lives there. It's not a pair that I particularly love I like that it's super lightweight and it's really cool but it's not a pair that I'm gonna be like oh I'm gonna put this on because it matches my outfit or because I feel like wearing this sassy stuff it's not it's a really plain kind of meh kind of pair but it sits on my nightstand because when I get ready for bed I brush my teeth I take my makeup off I wash my face you know you know all the things you do I take my glasses off and I put them on a stand and then I go to bed. But if for some reason I need to get up in the middle of the night, I have a pair that's right there. So even if it's just for that use, yeah, use your benefits. You'll be out 50 bucks maybe and you'll have backup. We have gone really long on this one. We have. <laughs> this, there's a lot to unpack on this yeah, one. There, there is. So we're going to start wrapping it up. Wrap it up. Ooh, Which means you have an indie. I do. It's indie spotlight time. We should start doing like a little jig like. Burr, 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 burr. 
Andy, nope. spotlight time. There we go. Yay. <laughs> All right. So this week's Indie Spotlight. Okay. Um, so it's a company called Waterhall. So H-A-U-L, Waterhall. Okay. Um, this was founded in 2018 by a marine biologist. Um, his name is Harry Dennis. Um, it started in his garage um, and now has grown to a team of 11, himself and then 10 of his friends. Okay. The first thing that I like about this company is that it is a co-op. Okay. Uh, so the employees own the company and operate it. Like, so you're basically all invested in it. So they focus a lot on ghost gear. So do you know what ghost gear is? No. Okay. So ghost gear, you guys, it is that bright green fishing net that mm -hmm. you tend to see in the ocean or in a river. And it, it is like, whoa, green, but it tends to get abandoned a lot. So he was noticing that this was becoming a problem on his coastlines. So he started collecting ghost gear and then trying to figure out what to do with all of it. Um, so his whole purpose is to recover, recycle and re redesign it, repurpose it. Um, so they've been in business for what, five years now, 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, they've managed to sell over 25,000 pairs of glasses. Whoa. Um, they have recycled over 26,000 pounds of ghost gear. Um, and they've got over 28,000 people that have built a community for this particular program, this particular line, um, to try to help combat the plastic pollution. Okay. So, and it's really cool. Uh, they'll, they'll come to you um, and they'll bring, like, a portable setup so mm -hmm. you can collect this ghost gear and then they'll show you like how they grind it down. So they'll grind it down and what all of their process looks like. And so they'll go to a school and set it up and, and it's, it's an interactive thing that you can all kind nice. of do and participate. So they're kind of teaching you how to do these things. Um, and I looked, I looked at the glasses, the glasses actually weren't bad. Uh, I think you can get a polarized, not polarized to our option. They also have an ophthalmic line. Um, they did start doing some pilot programs in Wales and in Ghana. Um, and then they're trying to move more internationally. So if you guys want to check this company out and kind of see more of what they're about, um, you can go to their website. It's Waterhall, W-W-A-T-E-R-H-A-U-L.co. I feel like that should be calm. I don't know. Um, or you can find them on Instagram. Um, it's waterhall underscore co on Instagram. Um, yeah. Optical frames average under $100 and the sunnies. Well, this is saying sunnies are around 150 and that was with the lenses. Nice. Yeah. I just spent like, so check them out. Um, the frames are actually really cute. Uh, I really, really like their cause. They're doing great things. And they're still working on them. Oh, what I did want to mention. You can become an investor in this company. Um, if you go to their website, there is a, a section, I think, under their About Us story 
where you can open it up and you can actually see all of the investment opportunities and apply to be an investor. But then by being an investor in it, you also are a co-owner of that particular nice. company. So I thought that that was really cool. That's a cause that I can get behind. We live on a coastline. Yeah. I'm sure ghost gear is a problem here too. We just don't know about it. So maybe they'll make our way here and we can eventually get on board with that too. One day. That'd so cool. that'd be really cool. So yeah, guys, I think that's it. Um, the next time you see us, it'll be Black Friday next Friday when our next episode airs. So yeah. Oh, I did want to do a little here. Um, holiday season is mm. stressful. Mm. So if you need someone to talk to, let me know. <laughs> um, I just know that there's a lot of drama and a lot of issues that come up. Holidays can be a holiday sad season. time. Yeah, it could be sad. It could be just stressful. You know, there's all those different personalities and now yeah. you have to get along with you know, that uncle that you don't like and you don't remember why you don't like him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, you're like, oh, I remember why I don't oh, like you. Oh, now I know why I don't like you. You know, um, so I just kind of wanted to. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I've linked all of your stuff with our stuff before. I'll try to make sure that I make a link for Lucia if anybody does need any counseling. Um, so if you guys ever do find yourself, you know, being an optician is stressful. Yeah. Really stressful. Yeah. So this is a time of year where work is really hard for a lot of people. There's a lot of companies that will abuse the hell out of their employees. Yes. They will work you to damn death. Yeah. And we know that. So if you're really tired, you're really stressed, you're really flustered, or you just feel like you need somebody to hear you, Try to reach out. You to don't Lucia. need to be on emergency mode. Yeah. To seek help. I feel like help needs to be something that is a consistent part of your routine. You have to stay on top of you, you. your feelings. <laughs> you have to wake up. You have to live with you every day. And you know what? So does everybody else. And if you're not feeling if you, you don't like you, mm -hmm, nobody else is going to either. So yeah, so we'll see you guys uh, next week. I don't remember what my topic was for next week. Um, I think that it was more charity stuff. We're still focusing on our charity stuff. Yeah. So, you know, this week it was Water Hall. The week before that, we focused on Moscot. Yep. Um, so next week, I'm sure I've got something good lined up, but don't ask me what it is because I'm busy. So exciting. Anyways, thanks for joining us again, you guys. Sorry that we're always so discombobulated. But despite that, we're glad that you're still a part of this craziness. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye.